You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Alexa Dat, and today we are talking Braves baseball. We bring in our Braves reporter, Mark Bowman, for us here on MLB.com. And Mark, the name that everyone is talking about in Braves camp is Ron Lacuna. And the fact that this guy hits a home run, his first this spring, off Masahiro Tanaka, had to get a lot of people even more excited about his future. Yeah, you know, we, we talked about it, you know, at the start of spring training about how all eyes would be on him. And, uh, you know, he, he, Got his feet wet the first few games, or you know, kind of get himself back into groove. Let's say that. Um, and uh, funny thing is, the other day, Ron Washington said to me at the cage uh, before a game, he said, "I think he's about ready to get hot." He had two hits that day, two hits that was that was Wednesday, two hits again yesterday, and then the home run today. So uh, I think you know, I think he's getting into a groove. He's, he's getting comfortable there in camp, and uh, now the the question is, how early will the, will the uh, Braves bring him up to the majors. My my expectation remains that um, you know that they'll keep him down in the minors for a couple of weeks, and we'll see him some sometime in the second half of April. If he has a scorching hot spring, is there any chance he cracks the opening day roster? I just don't see what why you would do it when when you know you, you're basically saying, oh yeah, his two weeks would be enough to you know make a difference in, in their playoff chances I, I don't see how that is so you don't you know keeping him down there for two or three weeks buys you another full year you know and you know what might be uh during an, another full season where he can provide even greater value um so i i just i can't see the benefit of, of putting him, him on the opening day roster all right, another guy who was on the mound who i know that brave fans were really excited to see was sean newcomb two innings on thursday what does he still need to work on, and what did the pitching staff see from him that they really liked? You know, everything with Sean is going to come back to command uh, and his control. He, he certainly has to to cut down on his walk totals, maybe more importantly, uh, get ahead in the count more consistent, consistently. That would allow him to, to provide, more, you know, would increase the value of his curveball. Uh, I like the fact that he's, he's – more willing to use that change up, it seems like here early uh, in camp, and you know, giving up the two home runs there yesterday um, against the Tigers, that's that's no big deal. It, it kind of it's it's nice to kind of get a little, uh, you know, make some mistakes here uh, in February, March, whatever, uh, and, and move forward. We've seen that with some of the other young pitchers so far. Um, Mike Soroka, it's you know once they make that mistake, Soroka gave up a home run to Guriel uh, this past weekend. Just to hear the explanation about why the the slider he threw was a mistake, uh, that's what you want to hear. You or that's what you want to see is is their reaction. Hey, why you know why was this a mistake? Uh, and you move forward saying, hey, I got a whole season or you know, a whole month to to get ready for a season. So um, there's there's some pretty uh, impressive arms there, and I have seen um, you know 
Newcomb become a little bit more comfortable with his surroundings. Um, you know, it's a um, been an influential year for him. I mean, he's you know he's still got to have. There's, there's still plenty of time for him to grow. Uh, but at the same time, you've got the Sorokas, the Allards, and uh, Kyle Wrights coming. Um, so it's it, they're all going to be competing competing against each other for rotation spots, or you know, to, or maybe they all fill it t- together. Uh, but but there, there's enough competition in there that there will be some weeding out here over the next couple of years with all these these young pitchers. Yeah, he gives up a couple home runs, accords a couple strikeouts, but uh, altogether a little bit of an up and down outing. So. Uh, like you said, he's got a couple of things to work on. How about on Wednesday? You mentioned Colby, Al- Colby Allard pitched. Brandon McCarthy also pitched three scoreless innings. What were they talking about from both of those guys? You know, Brandon, he, he's a veteran, been around for a while. He was was uh, efficient enough that he was able to lobby for that third inning. Most of the Braves have turned one or two innings in their first start. And, you know, he, McCarthy knows what it's like. He, he was pretty impressive. I mean, his stuff was, was good. Um, but at the same time, he basically said, look, the only thing you're looking for out of that first start is to, to prove to yourself that you have something left. Uh, whether it's, well, he wasn't necessarily looking at that radar gun. You don't want to come out there and you're throwing 85 miles an hour realizing, hey, look, you know, I, it's time to retire. You know, he has something left in the tank. Uh, he's coming off uh, oh, a season that was, you know, basically ruined by or, or basically the uh, – by, by that hip injury, or, or not the hip injury, I'm sorry, that was Casimir, Kaz, the, the weightlifting injury, uh, the shoulder that led to the shoulder issue, and then he had the mechanical issues. Um, and he's coming off a frustrating season now, but at the same time, he was able to pitch by the end last year, pitched in the World Series. Um, so I, I don't think that was a, a significant concern for him about, you know, would he be ready and, uh, capable of pitching it's it's all about how um how much value he can provide this rotation on the mound he is going to provide value in that clubhouse he's a you can already tell uh, very smart very attentive um and he's also very willing to talk to a lot of these young pitchers so um they're they're certainly going to get some value out of him this year all right let's talk about mike fultonevich who you mentioned is changing his delivery and he isn't ready to go strictly from the stretch, but he's moving that way with his now, you know, pretty quiet windup. Is he modeling his delivery, you know, after anyone? Is there somebody that he sees that he would really, you know, like to, you know, kind of mimic his delivery off of, or this is just something that he feels like he will be more comfortable in? I think it's, it's, it's basically tinkering with his own stuff. We start, saw him start to do it a little bit last year. Uh, we also know that, you know, Steven Strasburg pitching out of the stretch all of last year. Alex Wood moving in that, uh, choosing to do so this year. I, you know, there's plenty of pitchers that, that are, are moving that way. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Fulte gets there at some point. But but what I saw the other day was was a much quieter windup, especially, um, you know, there during that first inning. It really stood out um, where – you know, and even when he fell behind there in that first inning, he fell behind that third battery face, three uh, zero. He went to the stretch. It, it's just it, it, he's just trying to find a comfort zone right now. Um, this is a very important year for Mike. You know, I, it's you know, we talk. You know, like I said earlier about some of these young pitchers coming that they're going to they're getting ready to pass some guys, and, and this is going to 
Fulton Nevich is part of that competition with the young pitcher. There's nothing guaranteed uh, for him. Yes, he's going to start the year in rotation, but how long he stays there is up to him. You know, is he a starter long term? Is he a, uh, you know, is he better utilized out of the bullpen? If he can become uh, more efficient and has more consistent command um, by pitching out of the stretch or with this quieter windup, you know, that that certainly would, would benefit him. You know, far too often we've seen this doesn't necessarily answer the question about the windup, but, but he's somebody that allows his emotions to get the best of him. Um, so then all of a sudden you start to step a little bit, you know, wider or harder uh, during that, that windup. Now, you know, your mechanics are, are messed up. How many times we've seen him fall off to the first base side over the years. Uh, here's a guy that, that at times – you know, he looks like a legit number one or number two starter. Uh, but, but we have not seen that consist- as consistently as nec- as he would like or, or the Braves would like. So just to be able to quiet things down, I, I think, will we'll help him moving forward. All right, let's talk about Austin Riley's two-run opposite field homer during yesterday's game in Lakeland. It's pretty cool to see power from this guy, especially go oppo. What have you seen from him that has got this team excited? You know, this is a kid that's grown up in a hurry. Last year, he still had some some baby fat. He was 19 at the time, you know, 20-year-old uh, that, that's starting to become become a uh, look and talk like a man. I enjoyed the conversation I had with him the other day about, you know, what what he talked to, to Chipper Jones about over the last week. Just and It's basically the mental approach to hitting. And he, he gained a better understanding during the bat against Scherzer last week. He ended up uh, striking out looking, but... At the same time, he, he went through that at bat and just he said he, he just how cool it was to see how it's a, it's that chess match with a pitcher. And I think that's basically what he's learning. Uh, this guy has great physical skills. I think defensively, um, the frame that he has developed over the last year has lost that you know most of that baby fat. Um, you know, I think he's plenty mobile enough to play third base. The bat certainly. There's plenty of power potential there. We, we saw that opposite field homer there against the Tigers. Um, I think he had another double here today in, in the Yankees game. So um, there's there's plenty of potential there, and it's a big year for him too because you know, there's a chance he could be in the majors as early as next season. There's also a chance that you know if he doesn't give them the utmost confidence, he's their third baseman in the future, that they go and pursue Josh Donaldson or. You know, maybe even Manny Machado this winter. So um, his success this year will be will influence what they do next offseason. All right, sounds good. You also mentioned that Matt Whistler with that slider uh, has at least brought himself back into the conversation about being a dark horse roster candidate. What more does he need to do? Well, I mean, you're just going to have to do it, you know, over the – the length of the spring and maybe do it against some, you know, you're going to have to wait to, to make assessments when these guys are seeing legit major league lineups. So, um, you know, I think that it's a, uh, Matt, Matt has fallen so far off the radar. Um, but at the same time, it's nice to have a guy like Matt Whistler, Aaron Blair, Lucas Sims, and Chase Whitley, long relief options or long relievers who have options, minor league options. So all of a sudden when the one guy pitches three innings one night and he's unavailable the next, you can just put them, you can just keep uh, putting, you know, transferring 
them back and forth from uh, your big league roster to your triple-A roster and just keep, have a nice mix of those guys. It's, uh, you know, it, it's one way for, for Matt Whistler and Aaron Blair to, to get back to the big leagues. You know, I think just a couple of years ago, these guys were, were considered top prospects. They, they've been passed over, and, and their way to stay within on Atlanta's pitching staff right now, it looks like uh, will be to prove themselves as relievers. And, and maybe, you know, all of a sudden you start gaining some confidence and, and that leads to other opportunities. But uh, for right now, yeah, it, it's been nice to see that, that Whistler's slider has been effective uh, in these first two games. Uh, but, but there is still plenty for him to prove over the next few weeks. All right, so the basic summary is Braves fans, you better watch out for Ronald Acuna in the future and watch him very closely now in the spring because that is when you're going to get to see him, uh, at least in the very immediate future. All right, that's going to do it for us here on MLB.com Extras, our Braves edition. We'll be back next week with a brand-new episode, so make sure you stay tuned. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it.